I'm not a werewolf, but I'm your host, Scott O'Dell. I'm joined by host Jeff Garst. Hi, Scott. I'm so happy that I was introduced first. I was expecting to be introduced last today. Guest host, Caleb Mishu. Save for the best for last. And returning <laughs> special That's guest. what I was thinking. <laughs> Peter, welcome back. Hey, still not a werewolf. So we are going to do dum, dum, dum. 100 questions. <gasps> So the way this what? is going to work... Wait, we're, are we going to start with talking about this what? game that we just played that, was, that we, we all enjoyed? No. <laughs> so many wonderful games we played lately. Oh, let's... Come on. What, it's been what, months since I've been on here. What game did we just play that we enjoyed, Jeff? I think... Well, I don't know. Let's Maybe we didn't. That's why we need to talk about it. <laughs> Peter, do you want to talk about Treasure Island? Let's do. Okay. So we played a game called Treasure Island. The three of you played a game called Treasure Island. Yes. Caleb was conspicuously absent. Putting kids to bed by Mark. Oh, something that's important. Scott just played with his kid in his arms. It's Mark Paquin with art by Vincent Dutrade. There you go, Vincent Dutrade. That's a name I know. Jeff, do you want to talk about what this game is? Yes. So this is an asymmetrical game because two players are playing as pirates searching for treasure, and one player is playing as the dastardly Long John Silver, who has been imprisoned and has hidden his treasure. Um, and so he, Long John Silver gets to hide the treasure and give the pirates clues as to where it might be. So this is a deduction game. Did you guys have it's to up speak? up to four pirates. Up to four? Did you guys yeah. speak in pirate? I thought it was five. We did not. It's up five to five people, but one of those is Long, Long John, John Silver. Silver. The other players are pirates as well. But he's a yes. pirate. But they're not as dastardly because they're not in jail. <laughs> they're all pirates. Long John Silver is, is in jail because he's so dastardly. Um, and so at the beginning of the game, Long John Silver hides his treasure somewhere on the map. Uh, there's, it's not a grid system or anything. Like It's literally a picture of an island, and you put an X somewhere, and that's where your treasure is. X marks the spot. Yes. And, you you um, put an X on your mini-map. On not, my mini-map. Not the so board. They don't know where it is. And then throughout the game, Long John Silver gives them hints. So that I, for example, had a hint card. It said, pick one player and say whether or not whether the the treasure is north or south of them and then you actually draw on the board with a dry erase marker a line and you say the treasure is north of this line or the treasure is south of this line but it's possible throughout the game that long john silver gets the ability to lie in his hints and so um it's it's really fun because the the hint cards determine what long john silver has to tell you you know it might say pick a miniature and draw a six mile circle six mile radius circle around them and say whether or not the treasure is in that six-mile radius circle, or and you um, actually draw that circle and you on the board. Draw that circle on the board, and then the pirates on their turn they get to do. They can either move a lot, move a little, and search a little, or they can search a lot. Um, and the size of their search area depends on whether they're searching a little or a lot. And their goal is to find the treasure within their search area. And by, to search, uh, you literally take a little draw a circle, yeah thing and draw a circle on the board and each of the four pirates does have some of their own unique abilities as well so uh, each time you play you will get a little bit different feel if you change pirates so uh, they have uh, one permanent ability and then several one time per game abilities they can use do they have a pirate with a parrot that listens in and repeats things that you, long john silver might have said I they should have it one. they couldn't fit it in the box what ah. they did fit in the box is a little treasure chest Oh. And a wooden compass, like a wooden, uh, like, uh, uh-huh. like architect's compass, not like a. But there are also then two plastic regular compasses, um, like directional compasses, 
Um, so yeah, it, it's I enjoyed a lot of things about this game. I think there's some things they could do to make it better. We also messed up the rules in two fairly major ways that we discovered along the way and then tried to correct for. Um, so I, I do want to play it again with the. Proper Did you rules. read the rules through YouTube? Well, that's my bi my biggest complaint <laughs> is that the rule book for this game was very vague on a lot of subjects. Uh, yeah, once we got into it, it was pretty clear that we'd messed something up because we had eliminated a lot more of the map than we should have early. Right. Yeah, we so, colored off the whole map. Yeah, so we we were accidentally getting too many turns per Long John Silver turn. So uh, we we came out winning in turn twelve of seventeen. Uh, and we actually probably should have had almost twice that many turns. So Long John Silver would have escaped and would have gotten right. to but his you treasure also would before have had us. More information by that point, yes. Because I'd have had more turns. Yep. So, yeah, I think I think this game has a lot going for it. It's a new style of deduction. Like it's not. I like that it's not a grid system. I like it's that better it's better than Mr. X. Freeform. I don't know that I've played Mr. X. Or Scotland, Scotland Yard. Yard. Oh, Scotland. Yeah, Sorry. I played Scotland Yard. Sorry. It's better than Scotland Yard. Yeah, what I, I it think it felt like a big budget game. Like felt like something that's supposed to be in Target. Like yeah, you get dry erase markers and you're drawing on the board, and there's no. My only suggestion would be whoever's Long John Silver needs to make sure whatever they're marking is something you know unique on the map that they can tell, and not just a random spot in the ocean because you're marking it on a tiny map, and it's hard to you know look into the big map and see exactly where that spot is, and it's very important that it be this you know the correct spot. Right. Um, I think this game probably would play at its best if you were to play it with the same group a lot and develop a sort of meta game, because Scott made a good point, which is like, why wouldn't you just put it put it like in the ocean right next to this to this line, you know, right next to the border? Because there ends up being a lot of space where there's like two people have searched and there's a tiny little narrow line between their searches and like the treasure could doesn't be there. Get caught there. Yeah. So sure. why wouldn't you put it on the border? And why wouldn't you hide it in the best hidey spot? Right. But then if you develop a sort of metagame with your group, I think then if everyone hides it all on the border, someone's one day going to be bold enough to just throw it right in the center of the map. Um, Would you so. play it again, Scott? Oh, yeah. I want to play it again right away. But podcast calls. No, but we've had to play something else. Um, <laughs> it, does, it does suffer from any game that has in real life measurements and that's going to be like, oh, are you there or whatever? It's inexact. And yeah. Like it's that part felt a little gross. I want to see you run a six mile di diameter to do it in <laughs> real life. Like, okay, here's the game. Was it in this part of Omaha? All right. Bit of a stretch. It's a good, I think it's, I think it'd be, I think it is a really good game for here. I think it'd be a perfect game for here. If maybe there was just a little less barrier to learn out of the box. Yeah. Now having played it, I think the teach could be much easier. Yes. And you were just like, Jeff, read the rules. Yeah. But I think I think also um, my my other big tip would be play on the side. There's The board is two-sided. They're exactly the same functionally. Yes. Uh, play on the darker side, which seems not intuitive because it's not as visually attractive, but it's a lot easier to see the marker on the darker side. a lot side. less mm -hmm. bright colors. The, the markers are very dark. So this is published by Madigo. Oh, the markers are very light. Is yes. that how it's pronounced? Yeah, mm -hmm. Madigo. Every time I see that, I, I want to scream the song. Matador, Madigo, no? Just me. <laughs> what song you're, I'm not a I'm, song person. I am channeling Cody here. This is clearly oh, something that he would trying. do. Yeah. Who's that? You're not <laughs> he, he used to be on the podcast. He was on the podcast. The funny one time. who's performing yeah. right now. All right. Yeah, it's it's a good game. Then the other thing we played... It's a very simple game. ...right after Treasure Island was one of the new exit scenarios, 
which was, in my opinion, by far the easiest one that I've played. It was the Mysterious Museum. Well, that's because you had Mean Peter. <laughs> Dong. I mean, it's defense. It does have it as a two. Yeah. On their yeah, no, system. it's, not, it's, oh, not, a hard, it's not meant to be a hard scenario. It was not impossible, unlike the Egyptian one the I did Egyptian with one wasn't that, I didn't the Egyptian one. We did well on the Egyptian Cody one. Cody was there. Yeah. And there was alcohol. Does Cody bring the and team down? Is midnight. that what you're saying? So there's a little bit of Cody was pretty deep when we were playing that game. <laughs> yeah, I would not go exploring in an Egyptian tomb after going drinking with my yes. buddies. That would not be <laughs> After playing Isle of Sky with a bunch of whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> but way to keep it thematic. Caleb, what have you been playing? I know one thing you've been playing because you invited me and I couldn't make it. Oh, Terraforming Mars. The Favorite greatest game of all time. Have you played the newest expansion? With all four expansions at the same time. All four? Yeah, because so, it was too hard to remove the ones that are already in there. Does it <laughs> take 16 hours? There's Venus next. There's Colonies. There's the new corporation cards. That's Prelude. 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 And then Hellas and Elysium. Yep. And it was fantastic. Shh. It incorporates the expansions very well, and uh, you know it's it's remains my favorite game of all time, and more importantly, my spouse's favorite game, so she enjoys it as so well. So sell me on the new expansion because I know so nothing about it. Colonies adds colonies. Get that, Scott? Colonies. Wake up. Um, where you can colonize different moons and other planets in the solar system, and you can do trades with them once per generation. It, Basically, it allows you to get access to some things that you may not be able to find in your cards. So it's a, it's a way to get access to more resources and there's more cards in the game that, that take advantage of it. And what I enjoyed a lot is that even though we had nine full generations long, uh, we, we still must have had like 50 cards that we never saw in the game. Hmm. So, um, how yeah. do how would this integrate with my idea for terraforming Star Wars Rebellion? I think that's a wonderfully horrible idea that only you should play. Okay. <laughs> so, if somebody owns just the base game of Terraforming Mars, which expansion would you recommend they get first? Prelude. Prelude speeds the game up because you start. Everyone starts with an advantage, which I definitely like, and it adds some. But you know the. I mean, I gotta say the the new boards, the different maps are so important. Yeah, I would agree. Just with a that. different way of playing the game. I'm I'm really hesitant to get Prelude because it's just some cards, and at least at Gen Con when I saw it at first, it was like thirty dollars. Is it is it still prohibitively expensive for I, some cards? Stronghold games are prohibitively expensive for the you know what you get, but yeah, that's but the true. quality of the games are really good. So I mean, I, it's still there. I actually told Steve Bonacore at Gen Con. I was like, come on, Steve. And he looked at me. He's he like, smiles. "Sorry." He's I like, was like, "It's all good, man." Yeah, but it's this one. I, I mean, we haven't sleeped any of it. We still have it in the same broken token organizer, and some of the cards are starting. To, I mean, we played it twenty-five times. Are you starting to get worn? I'm like, this is totally worth buying a new set because if it's that quality. Right. Well, yeah. How many game, how many of your games on your shelf do you, have you played twenty-five times? How many games on my shelf have I never played? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Peter and Caleb too. just cringed a little bit. I'll add one more though. I did a, a Bruges or Bruges Bruges, Bruges. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a game as Bryce would call out of the dust that Zayu and I played uh, twice in the last month. And you know, Stefan Feld game uses six, five colors, six sided dice, a whole bunch of the five colors in the cards, where it's sort of like. Race for the Galaxy, where every card can be used for one of five or six different things, actions. So you're constantly choosing either to use the card for something, 
Is it the best game ever made? It is not the best game ever made because that's Terraforming Mars. But is it the second best game ever made? It is definitely one of the better Steffenfeld games, which says a lot. So it's the best game ever made, then it was the best Steffenfeld game. I also it's, recently played a Steffenfeld game called Castles of Burgundy. That's that's definitely up there as well. So it's just so much fun to play. I mean, it's so hard to say who's gonna win. Usually you have an idea, but just the enjoyment of actually playing that game. Yeah, don't try to go rush out and buy it, however, because it is extremely difficult oh, to Oh, is find. it? Yeah. Well we have that's it in the library right here. But I played out it. to Spielbound to play it. Yeah, I played Spielbound's copy a couple times a month or two ago and yeah, don't tell people yep. that it's expensive, then they'll come in here and... <laughs> no, yeah, don't, don't come in and spill and steal it. But it's like a lot of felt games. It it's really good, it's really tight, but it's... I've never played Bruges. Bruges? Bruges. We should have to remedy that. I've Nor have I seen an in Bruges. So, Peter, you missed your segue when they were talking about terraforming Star Wars Rebellion. Yes, so Scott and I have both been playing Star Wars Rebellion, and... So I got my revenge on Peter. I was the Empire, and I won as the Empire. And I previously won as the Empire. So, so it's did Scott strike back? Yes. Okay, very good. Very methodically <laughs> and, and slowly, much like the Empire does. Man, Caleb, you're on a roll tonight, I'm buddy. like, there was, like, no reaction whatsoever. I'm like, come on, guys, come on. It was, Cody's here in spirit. Oh, because it's the name of one of the movies. Are we ready for 100 questions? Let's do it. You want me to go first? No. Okay. <laughs> I would like you guys to go first. Right, that's what I'm... Oh, you, oh, you have the... Can I, I have some paper and pencil, though? Yes. You should do it. Okay, so I what's our goal? It. Five? So our goal with 100 questions is to get as many games as possible. We should have all at least brought one really easy game to get. You've all heard 20 questions if you've listened to this podcast before. If you've not listened to this podcast, then do that. Um, but essentially, <laughs> we have a hundred questions to try. We can ask the person. Some, Scott has a game. He's thinking of a game. We have to try to guess that game by asking as many questions as we need to to figure out what game Scott is thinking of. Once we've thought of his, we'll move on to the next one. Our goal is to get as many as we can after using a hundred questions. Now, the trick of this game is we're really bad at this, or at least I am. So. Peter's really good at this when, when he's in his car. Yeah, I say it's going to be very different <laughs> sitting here with pressure on than it is sitting and listening to the podcast. Best podcast ever. So is guessing the game going to count as one of the questions then, I assume? No. No? Okay. And I think that... Oh, we just guess games every question. <laughs> I think that there's a rule that... Oh, oops. <laughs> Sorry, technical. It ha you have to pick a game that you've played with or that you know for a fact one of us... Oh, that's no fun. Like you, if Bryce one. were playing, he could not pick an obscure Bryce game. So don't pick whatever the so equivalent of an obscure Even if Bryce I'm trying game. to pick the easiest game for you all to get, that's still hard. Like There's a lot of games to have to narrow down. Yeah. Yes. Go. Is this game in a box that is ticket to ride size or larger? Yes. Does this game have only one word in its name? Yes. Oh, how's that, was that for a, a new that was question? A big one and a good question. <laughs> well, like a lot of things, it's only good if it's just yes. Did this game come out in the last five years? years. Um, yes. You guys got three yeses in a row. Well, we're good. I don't know why you're surprised Scythe. by this. That was my thought as well. I don't think we've ever <laughs> that was going to be one of my games that I picked. Um, I don't think we've ever had three guesses in a row. Okay, so if, what, would, what would we do to get that, but narrow it down so that if it's, it's a no, we know some information as well? Bigger box. Bigger than Ticket to Ride instead of the same. 
Right, it's or Scythe, Eclipse. Um, it could be Scythe or Eclipse. <laughs> is this game... He'll say it's Yamatai. Is, is this game set in the past? Yes. That's four yeses in a row. Off to a great start, gentlemen. Is the game... Area Control. Is the game area control? I feel like if it were scythe, he would say yes immediately. Or eclipse. I don't. I don't want to say. It is area control according to the BGG description. Yes. Wow! So many yeses. Don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) Is it it in the BGG top twenty? No. Ooh. That's. It's a very narrow list of games. Top, it is, uh, is but that, there are several we were thinking of that are... Is that in the top 20? Public, yeah. Are we allowed oh, to yeah, look no. up the BGG top 20? I don't care. No. Okay. Would you classify this game as more Euro or more Ameritrash? No, oh, which one? Oh, sorry. Would you classify this game as more Euro than Ameritrash? That was the correct way to word it. Yes. So yes, it is more Euro than Ameritrash. That would take outside as well. If we were already it? convinced. Yeah, Scythe is more is more Ameritrash than Euro because of combat. But there's hardly any. Combat though is a pretty clear indicator of an Ameritrash game, and player interaction. It's I don't know if game. I agree with that, Jeff. Okay. So it may not eliminate Scythe because Scott's wrong, yeah, the top but also did. Scott's wrong. So does this take place in Europe? The setting for the game. No. Okay. Even a <laughs> fictional Europe? Okay. Okay. So it takes place in either not Europe or space. Does this game have a sci-fi or pirate theme? <laughs> well, one of those is in the past. Um, it does not have either one of those themes. Well, that was a diss, Peter. There's, there's <laughs> current pirates. They're just not but games sci-fi, about it. <laughs> sci-fi in the past, space sci-fi in the past. Like steampunk is the sci-fi in the so past. So you know it? it's in the past. But it's not in Europe. So so many of those Euro games are in Europe and take place. Is a major component of this game trading goods with merchants or each other? No. Have you played this game with a majority of us? Yes. Narrow it down. You want to go by... I thought we were doing so well. Yeah. Let me just hit. Well, go over what you have, Jeff. So, it is in a big box. The title is one word. It came out in the last five years. It is set in the past. It is an area control game, but it's not in the BGG Top 20. It is more Euro than Ameritrash. It is not set in Europe. It is not sci-fi or pirate-themed. It does not involve trading, and he has played it with the majority of us, which would indicate that he has played it with at least two of us based on most definitions of majority. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) if I have like exact game sessions with two or three of you, but I know that like we've been around when playing it. Is worker placement one of the mechanics? No. No No worker placement. Does this game have cards? It does. Guys, this is rough. I feel like knowing that it takes place in the past is helpful. Is it in the BGG top 200? No. What? Okay, so it's He picked not an easy game for us, though. Easy game, so it's... 
Are you double checking that, or is it no? It is no. I knew it wasn't in the. I wanted to see where it was for its category. Hint, hint. What's Does the this category? It's either thematic or strategy. Does this game Euro. use hexagonal pieces? No. That's what I was thinking, but that's also in Europe in the past. Like so many of these things are based in. Question. What are some areas outside yeah, of Europe? Never Catan. mind. Never mind. Um, what was your question, Peter? Whether it had hexagonal. And he yeah. said no. Does it have, like, the basis of the game based on real life characters or events in the past? Yes. Not like specifically, specifically, but yes. What year did Lewis and Clark come out? That's that's more than one, one word. word. Ah, you are correct. I was thinking like Amerigo. Amerigo is a good one. I don't think it's popular enough for one he would think Wait, was easy. Wait, I've not. I've never played Amerigo with him. Francis strikes one word, right? Have you both played Amerigo with him? No. Okay, so I, it's not Amerigo. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that is. Oh, we played it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we did. It was like four years ago. Is that like that one about? Uh... Speaking of Feld. All right. Let's say, <laughs> is the one word the name of a city? No. Um, does this game play five or more players? No. All right, we have to get it now. This is you like one, one more of the question worst you each 20. Get a guess. Oh no, you, you go on until you get it or until What if we never get it? <laughs> we can pass. 100 questions and we end we up can one pass, game. But then the we easy don't get game. It. Yeah, but then we don't get it. But I'll just say again, you know the game takes place in the past. There are many games take place in the past, Scott. I know, but that's typically a could be a theme. You know that it takes place outside of Europe. Yeah, there's so many of these games that take place in Europe. Europe's a very small con continent. Yeah, but Europe makes up an overwhelming majority of the location of saying? past games, right? Is it cooperative? No. What are some games that take place outside of Europe? Does this take place on the either North or South American continent? Nope. Now nah, you're really narrowing continents down. My thing of Yamatai doesn't seem so, no. <laughs> so misplaced after all. Yeah. It doesn't. I've never played Yamatai. Has he played Yamatai with both of you? Yeah. Is there a way to eliminate a whole continent? Okay. It doesn't take place in Asia, Asia or Africa. Yes. In the past. Would you like to narrow it down to one of those two? Thanks for the prompt. Does it? I mean, I'm on your guys' team. I'm trying to get you to key in on the most helpful information. Okay, just pick one of them. It's gonna be, it's, if it's not one, it's the other. So, is it in Asia? No. Mancala. Ubongo. It has a bigger and a smaller box. So they're left with Africa and Australia, but. No, because you said it no. was in Asia or Africa. Oh, that's you're right. So it's um, Africa. I don't, I don't think you do many games that take Zimbabwe place in Africa. Or I haven't played that one. Have you played Zimbabwe? No. What's the one with the merchant, the trading? Uh, Yo Turkey? Yokohama. That's Asia. Marco Polo. That's Asia. There's a lot of Asian games we yeah. played. I'm just going like Egypt. Uh, what about um, um, Imhotep? 
Yep. Emotep. That doesn't right. count on it. Big that box, one word, last five years, but isn't that rated not high? Not I don't think it is rated high. No, no, it's not. That's hilarious. No worker placement. There mm. are cards. It's not in the top 200. There's not hex pieces. Yeah, it has. It's not, not considered worker placement. No. No. What's the gameplay? No, I don't think that game's worker Going placement. Going with Emotep. That's our official guess. You each get one guess. Oh, I, I would guess go with Emotep. Oh, okay. You can guess at any time, but. Okay, we guess wait, wait, wait. 25, pieces. let's cut it off no, here. No hex pieces, no hex pieces. No hex pieces. But do you want to cut what it off at 25, then each of us if get... If all three uh, of you guess wrong, then you just know where to get the game. Okay, so why don't you use your guess for Imhotep? Or... Okay, my, my official guess is Imhotep. It is Imhotep. Very good. <laughs> it's like, let's... Okay. I'm so next. the reason I was thinking of this game is because Peter points out that there is indeed an expansion for it. Yes. Yes, a small one. And then it has... I think five new boards. They're yeah. all each double-sided. Yeah. Which is ten new. Yeah. Which is five times as many ways to score the game. Which is exactly what that game needed. That is a great game. It is not in Europe. <laughs> you are correct. Well, I mean, some people think like ancient Egypt is part of like the Mediterranean, which makes it kind of part of Europe. But it took us twenty-five questions. Twenty-three questions. Imhotep: A New Dynasty came out last year, twenty seventeen. I thought you guys were going to get it right away after you got that it was big box. One word, last five words, past, yeah, and the, area control. The pyramid like, oh. theme would have been really good. I don't think it is Ancient. as big as Ticket to Ride. I think it's smaller. It's the same. Okay, it's, it's 12 same. by 12, yeah. yeah. Okay. The original Ticket to Ride. I only picked 12 by 12 games, Peter, because those oh. are the games I like. The game's not in 12 by 12. Okay, I don't like it. you have 77 questions. Do you have the game in your mind? I have yet? the game in my mind and on my phone. <clears throat> Well, I was really excited about the single word. It got rid of a whole bunch. But oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a lot of games with this. We did lousy. Jeff, is this game more Ameritrash? Yes. Peter? So we're going around this way this yeah. time? Okay. Clockwise. Does this game come in a 12 by 12 box or larger? Ticket to ride size. Uh, yeah, I think so. The, yeah, I think so. So are we thinking it's Mansions of Madness or Elder Chore or whatever Arkham? I'm gonna give that I'm gonna give that one to you because there's different versions of this game that have come in different size boxes. So that's I'm not gonna count Ooh, that. Ooh, extra question. information. Hmm. Actually, I'll count the question, but I also gave you more information. So okay. I'm gonna go with. Does it have two words or more in its name? I'm assuming two yes. words or more. Yes. I like to get yeses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it means most Ameritrash games have more theme. No, I know, but you're like I like. Yeses. Because <laughs> we did so well with the yeses the first time through. So Mansions of Madness. It's actually all one word. Mansions of Madness. Mom. You is call this, it mom? Is this game cooperative? No. Does that include semi-cooperative? That would. Well, probably. I'd probably say <laughs> semi-cooperative. team-based games? Well, Mansions of Madness is cooperative, semi-cooperative. You have one person playing the yeah. mansion. The new Mansions of Madness is fully cooperative. So it is a Ameritrash. There are different box size versions. Two words or more, not cooperative. Is this game four players or less? No, it is not four players or less. Is it five players? Maximum number is five players. No. Oi. Okay, it's six or more. Would the theme be described under the category of survival horror. Survival horror? Yes. No. That's cooperative, most of those games. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You might want to write that one down so you don't miss <laughs> it. Don't want to take any extra questions. Scott's you, taking notes. You have 70 questions remaining. Would it be considered a fantasy theme? No. What happened to our mix it all up into theme things? <laughs> so I'm just having fun with you. You're good. Uh, it's Ameritrash, but not fantasy or survival horror. Would this, the gameplay normally take place less than an hour? Less than an hour. I think so, but let me check what BG. Oh, yeah. Yes. Less than an hour. Okay. I'm going to waste a question on this. Jeff, is this game considered a classic? Define classic? In the classic section of the library? Probably not. No, not in our not in our classic section. At Target, that's how I define classic. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> okay. No, have, it's have not we, a we haven't narrowed down. It is not a classic. Uh, release year yet? Have we? Munchkin never came no. in a big box, right? Munchkin Deluxe. I'm just trying one word. Big, never that big. I'm trying to metagame it right now. Yeah. Apples to apples. Is this game? Cards Against Humanity. Four words or less. Yeah, how do you Four words that? or less? Yes. Okay, so it's either three or four words. <laughs> no, because he asked two, two. or more. Castle Does this magic. game have dice? No. An Ameritrash game without dice. So it's a party game with cards. Apples to apples. Is this game Cards a dexterity humanity. or a physical game? No. Yeah, I was thinking Twister for some reason, too. Does this game have a board? Define board? Uh, something that you pull out and fold, uh, unfold, <laughs> not a not tiles that make the board up. I'm going to say it has a loosely defined board. Okay, so it's not just a card game. Is this a party game? And I'll, I'll add that some versions do not, some editions do not have a board. Oh, okay. Mm, mm. What was the question? Mm, it could be Dixit. No, it's one word. What was your question? Uh, party game. Yes. Party game. Some have boards. Is some this uh, Balder Dash? That's one the word. F- what's the word? Folk game? Those, all these party games have one no. word. It is not a folk game. It was not originally a folk game. Not that I know of. What kind of a question was that? <laughs> like, Telestrations was originally a folk game. Yeah, I was thinking... A folk game? A like, folk a game, game that people played that wasn't actually... Like, it wasn't a board game. Like, you might have like a telephone? copy of Telestrations, but we don't... We just play Broken Picture one Telephone. One word. Yeah, Broken Picture. <laughs> Did this game originally... Oh, Time's Up. Originally come out... Time's Up. Before the year what, 2000. Time's Up is based on like monikers, based on celebrity. It's all the different no, versions of the same. No, this game did not originally come out before 2000. But that's that would have been a folk game. Time's Up. I'm yes, assuming. exactly. Or the name game. There's no dice in there. Could be code names. So the original came out after 2000. Code names is one word. Oh, code names is one word. The XL version. Code names is one word. Code names XL version. All of the versions have more than one word. I would have said something otherwise. I'm trying to help you. Wah. 
not a classic. So these are mostly things that we were naming that are classics. Oh, by the way, you have 60 questions left. What? Who's, look who's counting. You're quite close, I'd say. What are the party games? So, like, Cranium is a party game? Yeah, one word. What are the big box, like, categories? All the party yeah, games Pictionary. are... Pictionary. They're all one words. Yeah. I mean, Pictionary. charades. That's it. Have you played this game with someone at the table? That's what I'm not sure. I know you've all heard of this game, like, for a fact, but I can't guarantee that I've played it with one of you. Oh, well, that question doesn't count, then. No, it doesn't count. But I know you've all heard of this game absolutely. Do we perfect. have it in our library? Yeah, that's a good question. It's your question. Do you, you do we have it in our library? I believe so, but I'll double check. Oh, it, if you don't hear from me, assume it's yes. I'm I'm visualizing the party game section, and the nice shiny red shelves from IKEA. I would consider party games classics. Well, it depends on how depends old. on the party game, right? Yes. Obama Llama is not a classic. <laughs> Fun employed. That's one is word. Is it apples to apples? That's is, considered a classic. Is this game 2015 or newer? No. I mean, apples to apples comes in lots of versions, and there's definitely some that are big, like the crate version and such. Is there ever been a board though? Not that I can think of, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had one. Um, not only does this game in the library, there are two of those aforementioned editions <clears throat> in the library. Trivial Pursuit. Oh, that would be horrible. That always has That's a, a classic. And, without a doubt. And it came out before 2000. Jeff, what's one of the questions that we've asked has been most important? That's a good yes um, question. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, there's like 100 versions. But the original Apples to Apples came out in 1999. That's gone. Man, that was so close. It was exciting. See, it's Caleb's turn right now? It is. Because okay. I was like, let me confirm if it's not that. All right, non-dexterity, two to four words in the name. Sometimes there's a board, sometimes bigger, different versions. Relatively recent. Oh, Wits and Wagers. There it is. Is that your official guess? Yes. That is correct. Son of a. <laughs> uh, you, so we have used 42 questions, it came. which means we have 58 questions remaining. Tune in next time on the Spielcast to find out how we do with our last 58 questions. If you want to get hold of me, Scott, Caleb, or Cody, make sure you email us, spielcast at spielbound.org. If you want to get hold of Peter. Uh, you can get me on... Uh, Twitter as I think it's PDG1979. There you go. Tweet. Make sure you tune in for part two to find out how we do with our last 58 Happy New questions. Year. Yes. Merry Christmas is more appropriate. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Happy everything. They're not going to hear the Hopefully someone got a the next under the tree. episode will be it next year. Bye.